Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Bluff. Welcome back to our fourth episode of Beyond the Bluff. We have another special guest today joining us. goes by the name of Dalen, and uh, he is on the baseball team, and I'm going to have him introduce himself real quick. Let's just go through, you know, year, you know, what you're studying, where you're from, just simple things like that. Uh... First of all, thank y'all for having me. But um, I'm a graduate uh, from Nassau, Bahamas. Um, yeah, playing on the baseball team, having fun in LA right now. So yeah, that's a few things about myself. And what I'm studying is science management. Right on. That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I, I knew you were from the Bahamas. Yeah. And you know, tell our listeners a little bit about your backstory and let's dive into that. I mean, since I, until I was like 14, my mom asked me like, do I want to take my talents like to the States to like, because I was really good over there when I was playing baseball and I needed to kind of get off this kind of pedestal that I was on. Um, and she asked me like, hey, do you want to go to boarding school and, you know, go internationally and see what you can do against better competition? I was like, isn't that where bad children go? <laughs> like boarding school. Like I did not think it was gonna be I guess as good as it was, but now I went to Macaulay School, you know, we got a consultant that kinda handled a lot of things for us and um just got my grades and my schedule out of there and Macaulay School is the one that came back. They're from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um and yeah, it was awesome like being there. Very good school, raised good men. It's an all boys school. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, from that, that's kind of where I started. Yeah. Cool. Gotcha. And then, what was it like playing baseball in the Bahamas for the for the fourteen years that you were there? Man, it was a lot of fun. You know, your parents are your your real motivators there. My mom used to take me to practice every day, and uh, we used to hit in the, back, in the back of somebody's yard who had a a cage in the back there. Um, just hit uh, R.I.P. to my coach Jackie Wright. Uh, he used to throw to me like every day after school, and uh, it's real. yeah, I just, it just kind of started from there. My brother played, my mama played softball, so like I was just that one that kind of took it a little further. So yeah, that's baseball in the Bahamas is you know it's when I was there, it's definitely up there. Everybody was doing it. It was fun. Like yeah, it's awesome, super cool. And was the transition from Bahamas to. Chattanooga, Tennessee. How, how was that different? Uh, I mean, I mean, definitely culture-wise, it was yeah. definitely different. Um, I mean, I mean, you could probably imagine like a little scared, but uh, you know, I was blessed to be around some good people. Some good people were in uh, like some of my best friends, Brandon Shaw. Like uh, they're from Atlanta. Uh, really got close to them, and I made a lot of new friends from all around the U.S. So. Yeah. And there were some other international guys too. So, you know, you when you in a dorm full of boys, like you kind of create a brotherhood. So it's kind of just like living with your brothers, yeah, who are not your brothers. If that yeah. Makes sense. No, yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of what it was. And I was already kind of responsible myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just you know, as you as I told y'all, like I was practicing every day. So that definitely came with a lot of responsibility of being able to have my good grades and being able to come to the states to, you know play yeah so yeah it's fun that's cool and then so boarding school like 
graduated high school from that school, and then mm -hmm. what was kind of after after boarding school? Okay, after boarding school, <sighs> stressful time because uh, you know I think every kind of collegiate player goes through this. Like, what school are you gonna go to? Yeah. Like, man, I didn't have any like offers until my senior year of mm -hmm. high school, um, which is crazy to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> like going all the perfect game things and uh you, you know the travel ball stuff Zim. you know how yeah. that go like that, that stuff is crazy stressful too. stressful yeah like very stressful trying to like you're how how old like 17 yep. 18 trying to prove that yep. you're the best barely grown into your body exactly. so. <laughs> don't know how to move at all yeah, yeah. so i mean very stressful time but Thank God, like, I was able to get a really good opportunity at Tusculum University. It's a, D, a Division II baseball um, in uh, Tennessee, Greenville, Tennessee, to be exact. But middle of nowhere, cows, grass, like. <laughs> Sounds beautiful. <laughs> That's a lot different from uh, palm trees in the Bahamas, <laughs> no, eh? Golly. <laughs> I'm thanking God that I'm here right now. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I started. I started Division II. Uh, and then I went to JUCO, and then I went to Division One, and then I went to another Division One. But wow. we, I know we're gonna get into all of that. Yeah. Wow, quite the journey. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, what was the? What, what would you say? I mean, I, I and we haven't gotten into the development into LMU, but just yeah. based off of those stories, what was the probably biggest change? I know we just mentioned the cows, and <laughs> I mean there there's no beach in the in the Midwest, right? Yeah. Uh, just compared to the Bahamas, what would you say was the biggest, biggest difference that you could pinpoint that, one, you had to take a lot of adjustment to, um, and two, kind of the, the most difficult adjustment? Um, well, I think it's just kind of like, I told you I was a little bit independent myself, but like kind of taking that to another level, like my mom ain't there to wake me up in the morning, like yeah. I had to get up myself and um kind of development developing myself as a man too like I didn't know what really work ethic really was I just kind of sure. was like that really athletic guy that went hard in the weight room but you know my mom gave me those little spurts of like what work ethic is and yeah. how you should approach life um so I kind of used her but I also started reading the bible a lot in high school and then kind of transitioned to like some People call it self-help books, but I just call it like, you know, informational books about life yeah. that you need to, mm -hmm. you kind of need, you know, if you don't have other people to kind of guide you on that. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of started that transition. And as the years went on, like, I just started growing. So to answer your question, like, I think that was just the main difference, like just how free you are in the U.S. to, I guess, do whatever you want. You could either... You know, <laughs> yeah. you could either, like, go do things that you shouldn't do, but you could also, you know, better yourself in a lot of ways. And I think I took the, the better route. Um, yeah. yeah. And kudos to you, too. I mean, it's a lot different from – I mean, I guess I guess Aiden can kind of relate to this uh, with the distance from Hawaii, right? Mm. And, then, and then from you, the distance from the Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, I'm a – I have distance, uh, I'm, but it's a – what a five-hour drive! Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I can't, I can't relate to you guys in that, in that essence, in a sense. Um, mm -hmm. And then obviously, Aiden. I mean, you can't drive through the Pacific Ocean, but um, yeah, I, yeah, and 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 to so back again to kudos to you for the developing yourself 
you know, and, and it's a lot, it's a lot different to say, oh, I'm going to college and it's my time to develop myself. And it's a lot different from someone saying, hey, I live in LA, I'm going to LMU and I'm, you know, man, y'all don't even know I'm about going, that transition. Right, but I'm going, <laughs> right, but I'm going home every every other weekend to get a home cooked meal. Whereas you, you know, you're going home maybe once a year. Yeah, know? once a year, literally. right? Christmas, right? So, so big kudos to you and 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 what you've been able to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into how you got to LMU specifically. Okay. Um, and that's a story. So. So you want me like, because you know I said I went to D2, JUCO, and then to Texas Southern. So you want me kind of go through that to lead up to LMU, or you want me kind of go to like Texas Southern, then LMU? Whatever you, whatever you prefer. Okay. So I'll just go the long route. <laughs> um, so I went to, after I went to Tusculum, um, COVID hit. That was that COVID time. Everybody know, know that time. Um, and then I had hurt my thumb. Uh, I had needed surgery for it so got the operation done was rehabbing myself by myself in COVID and was able to go back for that year where we had to wear all the mask on our face yeah. during baseball season which was crazy that was weird so I finally I, I got my opportunity like halfway through the season uh, my second year and um, did very well after that and um, my hitting coach that recruited me uh, Todd Miller like really good guy like you know what I'm saying? Uh, he actually suggested to me that I should take the JUCO route or just basically go somewhere else. Uh -huh. Like, you're, you're too good for where you're at, and you need to transition to somewhere that's going to elevate you to get you to the goals that you need to get to, Similar obviously. to going to the States, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? It's, similar. It's, you, you see similar, the theme. Yeah. <laughs> you similar see the theme. theme. So, um, yeah, so I really took a, a leap of faith. I did not know what I was doing. Like, I was transferring I, I thought I was gonna stay at the D2 and try to make something happen there but uh yeah and I was like I'm either going to a really good school like D1 or a superb uh Juco mm -hmm. um like that was only my two options if I didn't do that then we was gonna be stuck so thank God I went to summer ball and you know was working on my stuff and then I got an opportunity to sign with the uh, Wabash Valley College which at the time was the number one JUCO in America okay. so um, I was like dang like I really got that opportunity um, but man that was a struggle uh, like if you know where Wabash is in Mount Carmel Illinois like is in the middle of nowhere yeah. absolutely like it's not the cow stuff but it's just like like imagine a downtown with nobody in it like that's, <laughs> that's Mount Carmel, bro. Like you definitely hate LA. Oh my gosh! Like, but anyway, um, I met this really good guy, Brian Calmer. Like, kind of me and him each other took took each other under each other's wing, um, of just helping him out. Hit. He became the JUCO Player of the Year that year, um, and just seeing how really good he was, like, just kept motivating. Like, I continued to have my work ethic. And kept motivating me, and we used to hit every night. Like, without him, like, I don't know where I'd be. You know what I'm saying? So, um, kudos to him. He went to Gonzaga. Okay. He played, uh, he, was a, he was third base for Gonzaga last year, so he got drafted by the Cubs. Okay. Um, so, you probably saw him. Yeah. But didn't yeah. even know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. No, I heard about him. I mean, he was a stud. Yeah. Everyone was talking about he was Juco Player of the Year, and I know you have some Player of the Year experience, too. Yeah. So it's just funny, like, he got Juco Player of the Year, and the next year I got Player of the Year. But anyway, I'm going to get to that. 
Uh, so, yeah, played half the year at Wabash. Um, but when I played, I was efficient. Like, I was hitting. I was uh, producing, basically. Yeah. And uh, we finally got the opportunity to go to the JUCO World Series and compete in that. And I think we lost to... We lost to Walter State and some California JUCO. But, um, yeah, we <laughs> lost. Right there. <laughs> we came fourth, but uh, that was fun. Met, met a lot of guys there. Now transitioned to got one uh, with that great, good year. I really good year. I had half a year. I had um, I got one offer, D one offer from Texas Southern. Mm -hmm. So. That was a full ride. Like, I was happy about that. And, uh, you know, it was a real blessing. And they really allowed me to, like, imagine this is, like, technically my fourth season of. Uh, right, man. How uh, many seasons you got? <laughs> <laughs> it's technically, like, my fourth season because, you know, COVID, but they don't count that. But um, my junior year of baseball, which technically was my senior year. But, uh, yeah, I kind of went through that. And I'm thankful that they gave me the opportunity to. To play bro, for a full season of college baseball because I always told myself like I will do something crazy if I got the opportunity just because of how much work I was putting in you know mm -hmm. um, so got the opportunity and you know I guess kind of history writes itself like um, I became Juco not Juco well SWAC player of the year um, All-American for my, I, I'm the first All-American for the Bahamas in baseball. That's awesome. Um, all regional. I don't know if I'm the first, probably the first SWAC player of the year for the Bahamas too, but uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, kind of got a lot of accolades, got listed for the Bobby Bragnan Award, mm. um, watch list, uh, and just, yeah, bro, I was, I think, fourth in batting average at the end of the year for D1 baseball and third for on-base percentage. So, uh, Sick. yeah, it was it was really good year. It was just, it was kind of like all that work in the one year and it just came out. So really blessed about that. So after the season there, this kind of transitioning to LMU, I'm like, didn't get any calls from any scouts, none. I was like, Damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a hard like, pill to swallow. Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow. Like just sitting there and you're like, man, I really didn't get anybody like calling me or even a workout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I was really disappointed about that. Um, but I had some people in my corner that were helping me, uh, like Antoine Richardson, who's the first baseman coach for the San Francisco Giants. Mm -hmm. um, he's from the Bahamas, too, by the way. Oh, cool. But uh, he's been helping me, like, just kind of navigating the situation and what I need to do. Um, and that's when we decided, like, hey, you had a really good year. It don't make sense to go back because you would just be doing the same thing, if yeah. that makes sense. You'd be in the same position as you was right now. Like, what else yeah. can you do? You hit yeah. 400. But you're going to do hit 500? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. That doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's that's when we started to, to pull the plug and make a business decision. Like, it was nothing personal with Texas Southern. Like, I love that place. Love Houston. And, uh, you know, kind of started transitioning to the transfer portal and got the offers. And LMU was one of them. You know? Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. What decided like what was the deciding factor LMU over some of these other schools that were kind of reaching out?
Um, I think Justin Dedman, our coach, uh, we played. He was at Mizzou, and we Texas Southern played Mizzou that year. And yep. uh, to you know keep it short, I was you know destroying Mizzou. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Justin, he was really cool, and just for just the fact that he saw me play, yeah. he knew who I was, so he knew like. The, all these coaches can say like, "Oh, you're such a good player," da da da. But if you ain't see the person play, you really don't know how intense a guy is, or his worth ethic, or you know who he is really. Mm, yep. So I knew Justin had that perspective that other people didn't. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that and LA. I mean, you can't beat LA. Yeah. Uh, when I went on my visit, bro, I was like, <laughs> I am not going anywhere else. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. To answer your question, yeah. It's the first first place along the entire road that actually had a beach. Yeah. You could, you could relate back to. <laughs> yeah, relate back to the Bahamas, right? Yeah. Not a lot of things in LA remind me of the Bahamas, but yeah, definitely. And sorry, what what position do you play? Like what were on the field? I played shortstop at the beginning of my career. Uh -huh. like all through my career, but when I was at Texas Southern, somehow I ended up in the outfield. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and became player of the year in the outfield but uh yeah I'm, right now i'm just a utility player I play everywhere right now so um i kind of like it though kind of like it because then it gives me more opportunities to to play and to be on the field as much as i can do you have a favorite position i love i always i'm always gonna have a love for shortstop but uh i say second favorite probably be third base yeah cool that's awesome I know that's big. I mean, across all sports, is diversifying yourself to be able to play a lot of positions. I know I prided myself a lot on that when I was being recruited and being having that chip on your shoulder and be like, hey, put me anywhere. Yeah, no, it's becoming the wave, though. I feel like that's becoming the wave right. in baseball. Like, you got to not just play one. Like, if you really want to play, you got to be able to play multiple. I know. And then and let me, let me ask, who's your favorite baseball player? <sighs> It got to be Mookie Betts. I knew, I knew, I was, I knew I was gonna answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a that's a perfect person this season who has diversified himself. Not only is he playing the outfield, but he started playing a little bit of shortstop and second yeah. base too. I think that's and that's at the highest level ever. Yeah, you know. So and and just to hint on your point of what you just said, you know, it's 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 the new wave, but also it's it's beneficial. Yeah, for for all athletes to be able to you know, diversify themselves, just as people too, mm -hmm. uh, not even as athletes. I think it's important for everybody to have a couple things that it makes them different and separates themselves from the rest of the world. I know for you, you know, you do photography and Aiden, I can't even get into how many different things you do. <laughs> you got, you got a whole lot of stuff that, that sets you apart. But, um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's important. Yeah. Now, I've been watching Mookie since high school, so yeah. um, him and Lindor, but um, yeah, I kind of stuck to Mookie a little bit more because yeah. he's kind of my size, if that yeah. makes sense. So, yeah. You got to watch this guy swing, too. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> you, bro. I, I can't he's wait. Got it. He's got, got it down. down. I can't <laughs> wait for you guys to see him. I'm so hyped. <laughs> um, hilarious. But I do want to backtrack a little bit because I feel like you kind of touched on something that, like, maybe a lot of student athletes at the high school level and even beyond maybe feel. Like, you were talking about in high school, boarding school, you were balling. Like, you yeah. used to have, like, some perfect games, and you never – really got that recognition that you maybe thought you deserved from mm -hmm. like a division one level or like a, a post high school level. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you, how that, like, what were your kind of feelings to that? Like, did you ever feel like discouraged? Cause it feel it sounds like you like just 
use it almost as like fuels, like put your head down, just like work harder because you felt like you knew that you belonged at a higher level. At a higher level. Yeah, nah, since I was in high school, I always knew. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, to kind of correct some of it, yeah. like my freshman year, I didn't start. I was on varsity, but I didn't start my yeah. sophomore year. I started because mm-hmm. um, they saw the work ethic like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was funny, I was making errors out of like <laughs> I was in the middle of the field, like making errors like nobody's business, bro. <laughs> but like uh, yeah, but I always had the hidden tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I that was a rough year for me because I ended up losing my job actually when I was in my sophomore year, um, and then my junior year. Me and the same kid were competing for the spot, like shortstop, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't beat my work that day. Like, I just, I go at it, man. Like, yeah. uh, so I ended up getting the spot again and uh, did did way better mm-hmm. uh, that season uh, in terms of errors and uh, defense because I was just working at it a lot. Um, like, for example, like, we would have, uh, like, in, the, in our dorms, we would have, like, study hall and stuff like that. Instead of me, like after study hall, we have like some time to do whatever we want before we had to come back and go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so during that time, some people go shoot hoops, obviously, and like just do fun things and, or go to the weight room or whatever. I would go, we'd have like a court with like just behind the, the, the I guess the rim would be like a wall, wall ball all night, like yeah. until I had to, to go back like every day. Like all my friends could tell you like, Every day, like, I'd be there just doing it. Um, and then senior year is kind of when I actually, like, popped off a little yeah. bit. So that's to, you know, but to answer your question with uh, how did I feel, yeah, it was it was fuel, man. Like, yeah. just I tell my girlfriend, like, all the time, like, man, I deserve to be at a different level. This mm-hmm. is not where I'm supposed to be. Uh, even when I was at Tusculum, um, like, I just said, I, I'm not supposed to be here. I got to be at a higher level, like. Mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. and hope that answers your question no yeah and i guess like a follow-up question is like knowing what you know now uh do you think you would have done anything differently in high school to like from like a recruiting standpoint like do you mm-hmm. think emailing coaches mm-hmm. like talking to your coach about coaches mm-hmm. to like get to the next level man i think i would have probably reached out to more coaches because that's how i got to wabash mm-hmm. I emailed like a bunch of JUCOs like myself and they responded back. Yeah. Um, how did I get to Texas Southern? Nah, that was a whole nother deal. But I mean, ever since I've been transferring, like I'd email schools like crazy. Yeah. So, but the difference I would do probably from high school was probably go to JUCO, um, the JUCO in that era, you know. Yeah. Go to JUCO route, uh, cause, you know. I feel like I'd have got more playing time mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. Uh, just just to play and get those reps that I need. Then transition to a bigger school yeah. where I'm already ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, things happen for a reason, man. I I can't change it. Uh, but you know, I met a lot of good people along the way, and that's something I can't uh, you know guarantee if I made the ju- JUCO route. Totally. If, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like that's like the coolest thing too. Not hopping around schools, but like just the the process you kind of went through, mm. and getting to where you are now, the entire journey you 
probably made so many friends, you know, like yeah. teams, teams are, teams are special in the way that you like, you yeah. see them every single day yep. for like at least three and a half hours right. for an entire semester or two semesters, you know, it's like, yep. it's so cool building those relationships and like being able to say that you have those relationships with so many teams, mm-hmm. you know, is super cool. Yeah. So. On, on Snapchat maps, like, I had, you got it all over. I had nobody on the West Coast. <laughs> and ever since I came over here, I got some friends, like, literally, like, all over America. Yeah. It's weird. So that's, cool. That's, yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. I want to I wanna touch on a little bit, just to piggyback of Aiden's question, the, and, and then kind of switch, but the, the mental side. I know you mentioned uh, earlier that you started reading a little bit of of books yeah. and I don't even like I don't like calling them self help books. books. I yeah. hate that term. I hate that term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, because a self help book is someone that just I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to get it too don't deep even into make it. sense. Yeah, there, to it's me, like a negative bro. connotation. Yeah, it doesn't apply to us athletes. I I firmly believe that. I think like what you were saying was the terminology you used was perfect. Anyways, dive into that a little bit more and how much that helped you because I can relate to that too, but I mm. want to hear your perspective. Um, okay. Uh, I started reading when I was at Tusculum because I just realized I had like a performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, never went to like get it checked out, but I'm pre- you know you know when you have something wrong up in there. Uh, so and, and baseball too is such a mental sport too. Yeah, yeah, and that's when I had to realize like, if I'm practicing this much, getting all this confidence preparation, like I'm doing it every day. And yeah. then when a ground ball come at me in the game, I'm yeah. tense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that don't make sense to me. Like I should be confident. Come here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> come here. Throw that thing over there. So it's like, dang, like what is wrong with me? Sure. Uh, so that's where the books came in. Like, and you know, Bible, of course, and God uh, came in like, I had to learn some type of step or thought process to be able to, okay, I'm good. Like, let's do this. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's, that's where it started. Like, I just read book after book. Like, I think I remember my first book was called Relentless Optimism. Mm. And it was a baseball, it was a baseball book. Is it book. really? Yeah, okay. it was a really good baseball book. Um, and I just read it and gained some perspective from it and I tell you my performance like went from here to like here like meant the mental part of the game is everything because once you have the, the work in it the belief in yourself there's also that other part of like okay like we got to control our body we got to learn how to control our mind and once you control that figure out a way to do that I think books was the way that I figured that out or I'm still figuring it out obviously but, that's awesome I love that because even on our last guest, uh, Riley, Riley Lewis is a golfer here and a stud, but he can, he attributed a lot of his success recently to a book that he read called Breathe Golf. Um, Mm. And then obviously I've read a couple of books and I think that there's so much important knowledge out there for us athletes that, like I said, there's so much knowledge out there, but it takes the effort to go get those books and read them. Mm-hmm. Right and and the amount of help it can have for yourself is is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just it's that simple step of, you know, doing that quick Google search and being like, all right, what is this book about that you just mentioned, or mm-hmm. what is Breathe Golf all about? Or, 
I know a book I like to read was uh, Relentless by Tim Grover. I don't yeah, know I read you, that. I don't one know if you got too. the chance to. I, have I, I love that yeah. book. Too. Yeah, I've I absolutely read, love that. book. I read both of his books. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got to the second one. Yeah. I know uh, uh, Goggins. Goggins has got some. Yeah, stuff. definitely. Everyone <laughs> jokes. Or, everyone jokes about you know who's gonna carry the boats yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> he's got some real good stuff if you can apply it or, or take it in and apply it to mm. your sport. Nah, um, for sure. Yeah, I've read. I'm actually reading the second one. Um, I haven't finished it, but okay, definitely halfway through. Yeah, no, and I and I love that because because it shows your ability to want to learn, mm-hmm. and uh, that's important in life in general, not even just sports. Mm-hmm. I think I think that can be applicable to anything you do. Is this drive to want to learn more? Yeah, no, for sure. So it's also like interesting is that like if you're feeling a certain way, you have like like performance anxiety and stuff like that. Someone has felt a similar way mm-hmm. and written a book about it. Right. So like, exactly. So like being able to kind of like, f- like do the research, find a book that like would apply to what you're dealing with and the kind of reading about that, learning from their experience and kind of making it your own to yeah. like give yourself that, like that confidence or that, that calmness when you do find yourself in a situation where you're picking up a ground ball and popping that thing over to first base or something like that. It's like, yeah. it's cool that, I mean, we're all, so different in our own way, but at the at our core, we're also very similar. Right, so it's cool. Yeah, and that's the goal of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it perfectly, right? Yeah, is is we all have these similar things that we can share and, and we relate to. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course, of course, it's cool. All right, I gotta ask, um, what has this LMU baseball culture been like? Obviously, it's an interesting, it's an interesting question for me because I'm on the team, so. uh, <laughs> and, I, and I'm I'm cracking up yeah. right now. I got the biggest smile that you guys can't see know. because <laughs> I know what this answer is going to be. So I want to hear your perspective and and what you what oh you got God. for this question. The guys are crazy. <laughs> Straight up, just uh, we got a, a unique group. Um, but like the coaches, best coaching staff in the country. Hands down, like everybody on the team would say the same thing. Yeah. When you got <clears throat> how many guys on the team right now? Forty. Forty something. It's, yeah. it's packed in the fall, but yeah. it skims down a little bit in the spring. Forty some on the team. Every one of them would say like our coaching staff is the best that they've ever had, and I've never been on a coaching staff that is that is progressive as ours. Like they they are in the present moment. They know what's happening now. What's working now. Um, they're not scared to you know, shift gears, like, mm-hmm. they're very embracive, they're not, you know, hard asses, you know, yeah. they're not hard asses on anything, um, but they know, they give us the responsibilities that we need in order to become the players that we want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't find that, it, like, in much programs, bro. Like I, I shit, you would know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, being the four different schools, man. Like it's it's such a culture shock. Like I didn't even know a team could be this fun. Yeah, you know, like I always thought it was like just a grind. Like wait till you get to the big leagues, you're gonna love the big leagues. But like this is the first time I've been like crazy in like my technically my fifth year. Like. It, baseball is like hella fun like every day it don't matter like what I'm doing that particular day like we could just be talking about boring bunt coverages but I just love being out there with the coaches and everybody it's a different vibe mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
We do got some crazy guys, but yeah. Also, <laughs> also some some really great coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome coaches. Man. It's good that like the team sounds like like what the team thinks is that like this is the best coaching staff in the country, mm-hmm. and with like everyone being bought in, in that sense, just makes like the team atmosphere so much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. If we if we don't do something crazy this year, I would be surprised because yeah, yeah. of how connected this team is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of confidence behind it, too, mm-hmm. is if we're all on the same page and we all have this same belief in our coaching staff, but also within ourselves yep. and, and, our, and our, you know, teammates, I agree with you. I think we can do something and, special. And the other thing is, like, I've never had a coaching staff let me do what I want to do. That's bad. <laughs> you know, like not even saying like, oh, let me just go do my own thing. Not like in a sense of we playing defense, right? You remember the day uh, he was like, yeah, just jump in, throw the second when you doing a double play. Yeah. Ain't nobody has ever told me that in my four, well, five years of <laughs> yeah. college baseball to jump throw the second if you get this type of ground ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he wants us to be athletic. He wants us to be our true self. He wants us to, you know, uh, roam in a certain place to kind of deep yeah. the runner or, you know, to throw yeah. behind him. Like, he trusts us that we're smart enough to be great baseball players yeah. without, you know, having all these rules and restrictions, which is crazy. My favorite one was we were doing cuts and relays one day, and every coach, I, I want to say every coach I've ever had, plus all of us teammates were thinking the same thing. Usually in cuts and relays, you know where to go. There's there's a kind of specific system you follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, like first base goes here, shortstop goes here. Third base, you know, goes here, depending on the play, you know, depending on the runner, whatever it was. And and so I remember our first day of cuts and relays, it was kind of it was kind of shitty because we were all following what we had known no. previously yeah. and being like, okay, like, this is what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think remember, that was purposeful. That was yeah, purposeful. and I remember afterwards, we kind of got our ass chewed a little bit. I mean, we don't get our ass chewed a whole lot, but he's like, God damn it. Just use common sense. <laughs> and, I was like, and I think all of us, all of us infielders and, and outfielders were like, this this light bulb switched. And we're like, damn, that makes so much yeah. more sense yeah. if we just use our brains to play the sport that we know how to play and just use our athletic abilities. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes Ferg a really good coach. And any good coach is just allowing their athletes to be athletes. Mm-hmm. To be them, yeah. To be themselves, use their intellect and allow them to perform the best way they know how to. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Baseball. Baseball. Rock on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's gonna be a good year. I'm already knowing. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to watch you guys. I think. Uh, I think Aiden. It's the time. You want to get into it? Oh, I introduce yeah. our guests. What we're going to start implementing here on out. All right. So it's called Aiden's Fun Questions. What it consists of <laughs> are me asking you uh, what I think are fun questions. Yeah. Um, oh come on! Every they, question you ask is they fun. they will be rapid fire. Rapid fire. They're going to be rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> you can answer them in one word. You can answer them in one sentence. You can answer them in one paragraph. paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> However you want to. They're just going to be fun questions. Um, just so we could one have fun and two people could get to know you. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Man. All right. They're gonna be rapid fire. LeBron or 
Michael Jordan. LeBron. Okay, good answer. <laughs> um, favorite place to eat in the five-mile radius of LMU? It's too much. Um, Spit him out. Chipotle. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Anything else besides Chipotle? There's like In-N-Out. I'm thinking like Sugarfish. Like, well, I've been eating Qdoba every day. I really? can't even lie. Like, so Qdoba or Chipotle? Q-Dub right now, Whoa. I can't even lie. Sponsor me. That is a, that that's is a, a hot take. <laughs> no, that is a cold take. Oh my god. Dude, Chipotle is way better. I, I will stand I, I gotta agree with that, bro. <laughs> I can't do Q-Dub. <laughs> nah, I love Q-Dub. Q-Dub's never heard of seasoning, bro. They're, they're <laughs> Dude, true. facts. They're thinking, that's, they're that's a big fact. Okay, big uh, moving on. Let's see. Favorite movie? Uh, I don't even, oh, Real Steel. Dude, that movie is sick. That's a great movie. <laughs> it's the, yeah, I, that's the one movie I always remember in my head. I don't watch a lot, but I remember that one. Um, let's see. If you could play a different sport besides baseball, what sport would you play? Bro, I don't even know. Um, I would say football, but I don't particularly like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I probably wouldn't even play a really? sport, to be honest. Yeah. You I, had I, to. I, I had to. I, I'd say soccer. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, let's see. Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi? I, I, I get on the Ronaldo train. I don't know why. I'm just going for it. <laughs> um, you're playing music in the car. What are you putting on Ox? Man, it got to be Drake. Yeah. It got to be Drake, especially with his new album. I'm going to just say uh, a, uh, the, the one we eat. The song we eat. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that song is fire. I love Ye. I thought Afro beats were gonna be your answer. Bro. No Afro beat? Nah. You be nah, bumping nah. that all I do the be time. Be bumping that. I do be bumping that. <laughs> but like, if I if I got a, I guess wide variety of people in the car, then I might play like somebody that people know. For sure. You know? Um. Let's see. Am I missing? Do you have any fun questions? Yeah, I got, I got, I got two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Any superstitions being a baseball player? Work ethic. That's it. That's it. I don't well, believe in I none of that. I can respect that. I can respect yeah, that. Yeah, I don't believe in none of that foul line or like step on the you know foul line and yeah. something happen or you know whatever like you gotta have some caffeine or you know what people be doing. But uh, yeah, nah, I bro, if I if I ain't putting in the work, I'm not gonna feel confident in the box. So that's really my superstition. I gotta be prepared for that day every day. You know. Alright. Starbucks order. Don't have I ain't I don't even drink Starbucks, but if I did, I'd probably get like a mocha or something. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy, like I'd be right. at Starbucks a lot. Gatorade or Powerade? <sighs> you know that's a tough one, cause like Gatorade be hitting, mm. like when you really dehydrated. Powerade is kind of like you know, nah, I gotta go with Gatorade. Nah, yeah. What flavor Gatorade? Red. Hmm. Yeah. Salad. Yeah. You're gonna say if you say orange. Uh, uh, yeah. Nah. Or yellow. Yeah. Yellow is not good. Yeah. They gotta. They gotta. You, you gotta stay away from those too. Yeah. Um, favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. From Haagen Dazs, or do you have like a favorite ice cream spot? Brewsters. Brewsters. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. It's in uh, kind of the south part. I, 
went to my girlfriend showed me it at, in Georgia in Atlanta. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Favorite baseball team? Dodgers. <laughs> Crazy, ain't it? <laughs> Came here. But yeah, they you know they lost, but you ain't gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> um, favorite pizza topping? Chicken or pepperoni. But sometimes I'm feeling frisky with some bacon with some bacon. But mm. I say chicken. Does pineapple belong on No, pizza? just don't even. Next question. <laughs> just don't even. I, I personally like pineapple. Oh, my pizza. God. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. You're from you're Hawaiian weird. over Dude, here. It's, good. it's like, it's, see, I used to not, but my sister put me on, and it's delicious. It's mm. like a sweet and savory, you know? It's like a... Yeah. Like a, nah, bro. That's just all I ask, psycho. All I ask <laughs> is you just try it with an open mind. <laughs> I think I have, pizza. actually. I just don't remember, but I know it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've tried it, yeah. Uh, favorite color? Dang, these are real intuitive questions. <laughs> Colors, <Yeah>. intuitive. <laughs> yes, bro. Like that's a crazy take. I would say blue, but sometimes I'm feeling yellow. You feel me? But mm. I say blue. Man. Those are good colors. Yeah. Those are both good colors. I say blue. Yellow is a bad Gatorade color, but it's a good color. Yeah, it's not. It's a good color, man. Cause like I like that's to true. be bright in my personality, so that's why I think of yellow. Channel but blue that. is also mm. like I'm cool, chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like don't mess with me. Yeah. If I ain't talking. Yeah. You know All right. All right. <laughs> See, Brett laughs because he know. Cause like uh, people on our baseball team just be like trying to mess with me all day. Every day. Yeah, it's <laughs> very, very black and white. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. I'm the same way. Um, I got, I got one. Yeah. And this can kind of transition yeah, away from our off. from our uh, fun questions. Mm. But favorite camera brand? Mm. Ooh, Sony. Because my girlfriend allowed me to use one of her cameras that she had at, at one point. It was like a Sony A7 III. I know y'all probably don't know that. But uh, it was a really nice camera. And it's I took a lot. I do a lot of content on my Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I took a lot of videos on it. And. Just the camera quality on that is crazy, but for, for now, it's Sony, even though I have a Canon right now. But yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, I know we mentioned earlier in the podcast about diversifying yourself, and one of the coolest things that Day showed up on the very first day is he had like this camera, mm -hmm. and everyone's like, what are, you, what are you doing with the camera, man? It's the first day of ball practice. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's out here taking flicks, and, and he's done a really cool job of just flicking up all of us over the fall and he's got Super, some so he's got cool. some artistic visions uh, right there, visions yeah. in his in his uh tool belt so appreciate that but uh yeah so i just wanted to finish that question hey, if you ever want to pop out to a uh, soccer practice <laughs> bro i'm trying i'm trying to get connected with lmu to see if i can you know use some of their equipment because i want i'd love to go like to a volleyball game and yeah. just like kind of my free my free time after i do my work like just Take photos of people at games, man, or whatever they want, like Sweet. graduation, stuff yeah. like that. I did my girlfriend's graduation, but like, yeah. Cool. A lot of stuff like that. It's awesome. Right on. Sweet. And that's the end of Aiden's. Yeah. Did you have fun? Questions? Yeah. But <laughs> that was awesome, bro. That was awesome. Great conversation. Yes, sir. All right. So this is where we kind of uh, finish it out here. Um, and it's two big questions. They're a little hefty, but. Mm. The first one is, what is your end goal, and what do you want to do in the future? Man, the end goal. See, you said end goal. You didn't say like 
I guess, like, obviously I want to be, like, drafted and make it to MLB, but, like, end goal is, like, I want to inspire, like, kind of like Kobe. Like, I want to be one of them, one of those guys, especially for my country because we have a little bit of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be one of those guys, like, who inspired people who's, like, a trans, they call it, like, a transformational uh, leader. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, the Kobe's, the LeBron's, the, you know, Elon's, like, just different type of, I guess, within the baseball world, like, just show that I can come from where I came from and make something great. Like, mm-hmm. technically right now I'm the best college player from the Bahamas um, as of right now. So I just want to maximize that opportunity and, you know, inspire others to chase their dreams, man, um, and anything that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, just to be remembered for somebody that uh, chased their dreams and, you know, help people. Yeah. I love that. That's real. And the second one? Yeah, second one is uh, it's our last question of the of the pod, and it's it's uh, one word of advice to anyone listening, and it could be about life, athletics, anything. Don't care. Like, <laughs> I I know it's crazy because I'm talking about I I was talking about hard worker all the time, so you got to kind of care about that. But like, kind of don't care attitude of in the sense of man that people gonna have their opinion about you, um, and you can't change who you are but you can express who you are. And I think that's the main thing about whoever you are is to mm-hmm. express who you are Yeah. Um, and don't care about what anybody else, because the world is yours, you know, and it's everybody else's too, but the world is yours to manipulate it how you want it. You know, that's how I'd say. Awesome. Sweet. Very good. Well, thank you for joining us today and all the experiences that you've been able to share for this LMU community and we really appreciate you coming on. So nah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Block. If you enjoyed, follow and like for more LMU student athlete content. We'll see you next time.